Hello and welcome back to Listen You Beautiful Bitch. It's a shady self-help podcast for our younger selves. And I'm Hannah. I'm Sandra. I'm Susie. And I'm Katie. And we're going to start off with our question of the week. So we draw a card from Sandra's ladies night game and answer it no matter what kind of random stuff it comes up with. So this week the question was, if adult Girl Scouts were a thing, what should you receive merit badges for? So, Katie. I really liked your answer. Please start. Okay, so I gave myself four awards. Uh, the first one, hot glue gun marksmanship, because <laughs> I, I like crafts. <laughs> uh, superior eye rolling, because I do that a lot, and I do it really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, level 10 RBF, and blowjob exorcisms. <laughs> <laughs> That's where someone's in a bad mood, and you literally suck the Satan right out of their dick. Yeah. It's a special skill. <laughs> Only a select few get that merit badge. <laughs> Apparently, all of us at that t- at this table because we all put blowjobs on our merit badges. Yeah. Spoiler: <laughs> We're a fun bunch. When I saw that you put that, I was like, "Yep." I mean, obviously, yeah, same, same. wouldn't have thought of that. So. But I'm glad you, I'm glad you put that on there. But mine was no more bloody crotches. Woo-woo. So, like, if I'm, my period's coming up, I don't just bleed all over my underwear and ruin them. I feel like that's a grown-up woman badge-worthy thing. Uh, I don't need a recipe for that. Meaning, I can just go in my kitchen and just whip something up. You're really good at that. Yeah, that's true. The gas gauge stays above E. (laughs) (laughs) I deserve a merit badge because my gas gauge does stay above E all the time. And then I did put blowjob exorcism, yes. (laughs) Because then I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I do feel really strong when I'm like, they're just like, and smile for days. Mm -hmm. So. Like yep. that funny meme I tagged you guys on Instagram with the face, the blowjob. I'll have to resub- well, re-tag you guys. It's <laughs> fucking it, hilarious. Is it it's a like private some- account? No, I think you guys saw it. I don't know. It's like some animal making this really weird like <laughs> face. <at it>. Oh, <laughs> and then- I remember this yes. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I don't remember it. Okay. I'll have to find it again. Yeah, yeah. recent. We'll post it along with this. <laughs> so besides inappropriate animal meme badges, what else do you have? <laughs> inappropriate noises at the most inopportune time. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Um, uh, pushing my empty gas tank to the limit. Yep. Because <laughs> shit. I will go when there's like literally five miles left to drive. And I'm like, all right, I hope there's a gas station <laughs> within this next mile. Um, is your heart not racing? Yes, it is. <laughs> I usually don't realize that. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I meant to get gas a couple days ago in the morning and I didn't. And yeah, it was just, it was a lot of stress for no reason. <laughs> it's sarcasm. It's a thrill, though. I mean... Living on the edge. Listen, every day. I've been good, though, lately. So maybe not. I don't know. Um, Sarcasm. Yep. Not a lot of people get it. I try and do it to my kids. They don't understand it because they're three. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. Um, And then overreacting (laughs) with everything. (laughs) All right. So I also put blowjobs. And in fact, I asked if we were all blowjob Eagle Scouts. (laughs) 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 But beyond that, the overcommitment badge... Uh, the forgive and forget badge, because I just can't hold a grudge, no matter how much I want to. I can't do it. I'm too lazy. Uh, paints without taping badge. I'm really <laughs> proud of that one. Can attest yep. to the skill there. Yep, there have been some witnesses for that one. I don't need your fucking tape. 
and still tired after four cups of coffee badge. Me, same. (laughs) So no energy up in here. Mm -mm. I have one more I want to add. Okay. I can hang a picture without a level. Wow. Yeah. That's really good. And it's always the first go around. I hang it up. Like I did that the first go around. Okay, so you're coming shit. over to hang all the shit in my room when I'm in. <laughs> and then there's been times when I, people have used levels, which I totally understand. And then it doesn't look good. Yeah. I'm like. I can't use a level in my house because my whole house is crooked. So it's just <laughs> all the paintings would be straight and the house is like warped around it. <laughs> it just doesn't work. <laughs> I just thought of that because your painting thing reminded me of it. All right. So now we're going to move on to what we're crying about. This is where we talk about things that upset us hurt our feelings hurt our butts made us mad did we need a blowjob exorcism because of something we're gonna talk about it well you seem to be in a better mood so oh i am in a better mood (laughs) it's passed off on to me (laughs) oh no honey (laughs) you're not a quarter of where i was at All right, so I will start because uh, it's my favorite segment. So I'm crying about a couple things. I accidentally deleted my work calendar, so all of my appointments for like the next six months are gone. So that's cool. <laughs> I have to go through my emails and like manually put like a hundred appointments like back in my calendar. Um, I haven't been eating keto, and I can feel it, uh, but I haven't really gained any weight back. So that's that's not good. Terrible. Not that it matters. Um, and I'm going to add this one. I'm really sad about Luke Keekley. He's mm-hmm. leaving the Panthers and, you know, I hope that he is happier and healthier doing whatever he's going to be doing. And this video was really fucking sad. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched it today. It broke my heart a little bit. Oh. I'm glad he's doing it though. Like it's super smart. I think for the younger ones to quit when they do, cause otherwise they're fucked up. Yeah. Like, Your health is so just many, a, yeah. the amount of, um, brain damage brain damage Holy but he's shit. had tons of he's had multiple concussions oh yeah concussions Insane. and apparently there's i mean this is from the reddit board so i <laughs> you know, can't confirm but apparently like this season he was like not able to remember some of the plays oh, yeah, and no. stuff like that and like that's really shitty because he's 28 you yeah. know yeah with irreversible brain damage because of a fucking game <laughs> we were out to dinner last night with my mom and mike and um it was just us in the shore club eating just in this that room we had the party in. It was mm-hmm. just us there by ourselves. No, no one else was eating in there. And then this guy comes in and it was on the TV that he retired. And he was just like, what? And said it like really loud. And my mom was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I couldn't stop laughing. Cause it was just, oh my God. He had to be there, but <laughs> so, oh my God. it was funny. Anyway, I'll probably delete that later. <laughs> no, it's so great. I am crying because <laughs> the other morning I was on the way to work and my hair was just fucking stupid looking. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try one of those Conair hair bun things that are like mesh and you do the little bun and there's directions and gives you bobby pins and hmm. i couldn't fucking figure it out it's and i was in the bathroom for like 10 plus minutes and i'm like what am i doing like i'm supposed to be working <laughs> in here i'm in here like my arms are hurting because i'm having to hold them up and like try and get this bun to work no fuck it fuck it is it like the sock bun type yeah thing? oh stupid oh. thing i paid like 5.99 for it i'm like this is dumb <laughs> could have got two lane cuisines for that <laughs> maybe three <laughs> if Publix was having a sale oh my God. they always normally do so <laughs> anyway Susie, what are you crying about life 
<laughs> mm. I mean, it's all Go good on. stuff. I just feel a little overwhelmed, and I'm like, you know, when everything's just like good or whatever, and feel a little in over your head. And I'm at the point where it's like, life's really good, so I'm waiting for like my usual like, let's fuck everything up self to come back and be like, nope. <laughs> so self-destructive streak. Yeah, and look, I mean, so far it's so good. I'm just glad I can recognize it now. But I'm also just like, I just want to like stop, <laughs> like have everything just be done with. And do you ever think maybe it's time for you to deserve, to deserve it? Yeah, I have the a hard time things. with that. That's the whole mental health thing. Mm-hmm. I flip back and forth between that. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. 50-50. Maybe a little more than like half this time. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's still, well, that's a whatever in itself. Just trying to break the habit though. Well, we're happy it. that things are going well for you. Thanks. So. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I'm just tired. <laughs> well, I'm crying because again, the overcommitment thing and I've hit that level of procrastination where I just dread everything. So I put it off way longer than I should or than it than it's worth so things that'll take me five ten minutes to do I just have like this wall in my brain of I'm like I, I can't do it I just I can't face it right now and st- like taking stuff to goodwill I'm like I just don't have the mental capacity to do that right now <laughs> yes I, I feel do. that <laughs> yes I do and as soon as I do it I'm gonna it's gonna be like, like okay I should have just literally driven to goodwill and open the trunk of my car that's all i have to do because they come out and get it they come out and get it but i'm just like i just can't drive across town right now i've got some stuff that needs to go some stuff that doesn't need to go i don't want to talk to him about what goes and what doesn't and i'm like no oh my god i do so that I, oh. I i know i'm like why am i doing this and so i made a list last night while i was putting the out or putting my stuff into the outline i was like girl get your life together so i made like a to-do list that has like work stuff freelance stuff and then personal stuff and it's long it didn't help my overwhelming at all but like it was nice to have it all on paper but I'm like okay well this is why I'm overwhelmed it's like three columns worth of to-do lists Mm -hmm. but I guess what would be smart is to like really narrow it down like are there things you really need to do or Mm -hmm. are you just like what you said kind of over committing to things like you really don't have to do some of those things yeah maybe, and try and because I do the same thing and then I'm like I have so much shit to do when I make lists because I like making lists and then I don't end up doing anything but lay in bed and watch Netflix because I'm so overwhelmed and then I'm like this totally just defeated the purpose yep. of writing the list because now I'm just I've shut down so yep. yeah maybe try and go over them again well so I don't feel so I think that's great advice and that is what I was trying to do last yeah. night. I, I was like okay Anna. let's just write down the things that I need to get done this week so the goodwill run is probably the only thing that I can really be like, don't. no, that doesn't have to happen this week. But like everything else. It's one it's, thing off your list though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's small, like but. Tax stuff. And then today I was working and I kept thinking of things that I'd forgotten to put on the list. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Okay. No. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed and a lot of it's self-inflicted. And so oh, I just yeah. need to get past that. And once you cross off one thing, it it does feel good. Feels yes. good. It does, even if it's small. I, got, I would like big sharpies that I was crossing stuff off with today. Yeah. Oh, it made me feel so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this would help. Maybe it would make things worse. But like, I tend to sometimes have like when I have a list, it's already long, and like adding stuff wouldn't help. But if you add stupid things, like make myself a cup of coffee, like things that are more like self help kind of mm-hmm. things, like things that you like to the list, and you cross those off, but it doesn't make it as bad. I don't oh. know. It's kind of silly. I mean, no, it's I adding like more to your list, but it's like, oh, yes, a cup of coffee. All right, sweet. Or like, oh, like, I don't know, wash my face. No, it, it actually, I like that a lot because it changes 
your mindset around mm-hmm. the list like things some of the things you're actually like looking forward to doing in between things that you don't want to do yeah add like a fun thing i, I do that at work but with deep breaths Literally, that helps i write well. take five deep breaths i love that i need to do that sometimes <laughs> we're all saying go look at the sun a little bit <laughs> not, directly. not directly but like just, go, just get, get the fuck outside for just a second and just breathe the air and then be like okay now i'm done get back in <laughs> Otherwise, beyond your years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing, guys. You're welcome. Sharing is caring. Today's topic is all about inspiring women. So we are four very strong women sitting at this table. And we thought we'd talk about who inspires us personally, celebrities, historical figures, all that jazz. So once again... I did the history. Bum, bum, bum. My source is the History Channel. Reliable. Mm-hmm. And this is the history of women and the milestones that they have reached throughout history in America. <clears throat> so the first is 1776, y'all. Long time ago. In 1776, uh, Abigail Adams, which was founding father John Adams' wife, wrote a letter to her husband um, because that's the best women could do back then is just write a letter about their feelings. But it's really inspirational. She said, remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. Do not put such unlimited power into the hands of the husbands. Remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If in particular, oh, if particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. God damn, Abigail. Oh, hell hell yeah. yeah. Okay, Abby. Why Why is this sis? Girl? So that letter probably was like hidden for a long time and then came to the surface <laughs> one day. I'm sure. Do you I think he came in and was like, are we cool? Did I, did I do something? Are you mad at me? And then she was like, you just pressed my button. He's just like, Are you, you know what period? you did? And if I have to fucking tell you, we're done. Think about it. I wonder if he actually like, did any of that, though. Like, you know, listen to her at all. When... I didn't go too deep. Um, if you guys, we can put this up on the blog if we want to. People yeah. can research if they want. Uh, 1848. The first women's rights convention organized by women was held. It was called the Seneca Falls Convention, which, which was held in New York at the Westland Chapel. Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Lucretia Mott were the organizers. And Elizabeth Cady Stanton has a quote on here that was pretty inspirational. She said, we are assembled to protest against a form of, of government existing without the consent of the governed to declare our right to be free as man is free to be represented in the government, which we are taxed to support, to have such disgraceful laws as give, wait, 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 to have such disgraceful laws to give man the power to chastise and imprison his wife, to take the wages which she earns, the property which she inherits, and in case of separation, the children of her love. Men are trash. Dude. Mm-hmm. Was this around the same time that the sh- Sojourner <clears throat> Truth Gave mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Ain't I a Woman speech. Yep, that's just two more bullet points. Oh, sorry. Down. I know. Spoilers. I sorry. Know. <laughs> 1849, Elizabeth Blackwell became the first woman to graduate from medical school and become a doctor in the U.S. Okay. Then in 1851, a former slave turned abolitionist and women's rights activist, Sojourner Truth, 
uh, delivered her famous Ain't I a Woman speech at the Women's Right Convention in Akron, Ohio. And I have the quote. And ain't I a woman? Look at me. Look at my arm. I have plowed and planted and gathered into barns and no man could heed me. And ain't I a woman? I could work as much and eat as much as a man, girl, same, (laughs) when I could get it and bear the lash as well. And ain't I a woman? I have borne 13 children and seen most all sold off to slavery. And when I cried out with my mother's grief, none but Jesus heard me. And ain't I a woman? Mm. Right? I know. 1869, Susan, Susan, I do that automatically, (laughs) Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton uh, found the National Women's Suffrage Association. In 1916, Margaret Sanger opens the first birth control clinic in the U.S. located in Brooklyn. Her clinic was deemed illegal and was raided on October 26, 1916, which was literally 10 days after she opened it. Um... It was, she tried to open it two, three more times. They were all raided again. So she closed the clinic and eventually founded the American Birth Control League in 1921, which is now Planned Parenthood. Uh, 1917, Jeanette Rankin of Montana, a longtime activist with the National Women's Suffrage Association, is sworn in as the first woman elected to Congress as a member of the House of Representatives. Do, 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 do. In 1920, ratification of the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution is completed, declaring the right of citizens of the U.S. to vote shall not be denied or are bridged by the U.S. or by any state on the account of sex. So that was a big one. That was a big one. <laughs> yeah. 1932, Amelia Earhart became the first woman and second pilot ever uh, to fly solo nonstop across the Atlantic. And then in the 1950s, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was a lawyer, embarked on her legal career in gender rights advocacy and caught many who were violating the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution. 1955, Rosa Parks refused to give her seat up to a white man on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. And this was one of the many moves that launched the civil rights movement. In 1960, the FDA approved the first birth control pill in the world. Ooh. 1960. That wasn't that long ago. 1963, President John F. Kennedy signs into law the Equal Pay Act prohibiting sex-based wage discrimination between men and women performing the same job in the same workplace, which is still... <laughs> We're still still fighting that good fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, 1973, Roe v. Wade decision. The U.S. Supreme Court declared that the Constitution protects a woman's legal right to an abortion. 1981, Sandra Day O'Connor is sworn in by the President Ronald Reagan as the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. 1983, Sally Ride became the first American woman to fly into space. Um, 1994, which I forgot about this, but Clinton signs the Violence Against Women Act as part of the Violent Crime Control and it provided funding for programs to help victims of domestic violence, rape, sexual assault, stalking, and other related violence. But do we think Trump would sign such a thing? Oh, oh my god! Oh, I got to bring that negativity. I'm into just this. saying, man. I'm just oh. another comparison. Just to, goes <laughs> to show. All. In 2007, Nancy Pelosi becomes the first female speaker of the House. 2013, U.S. military removed a ban against women serving in combat positions. 
I didn't realize that was just in 2013. And then last, 2016, Hillary Clinton becomes the first woman to receive a presidential nomination from a major political party. And that, ladies and gents, (laughs) is the milestones according to the History Channel. Those are big ones. I want to say, it reminded me when you were reading it, um, with February being Black History Month, Mm -hmm. there is a Rosa Parks Barbie doll. Like, they have different Barbie dolls of Mm -hmm. black women in history who made a significant impact. So, right. I thought that was really awesome. What are, who are some of our inspiring personal uh, women inspiration, female inspirations? How did I, how am I supposed to word that? (laughs) Women in our own lives who have inspired us. Sure. Thank you, Hannah. You're welcome. Words are hard. Words are hard. Fuck yes, they are. Let's start with Katie. So, I said my grandmother who would have been 88 yesterday. Uh, She was just really cool, and I miss her a lot. Um, She was so smart. Like, she was so fucking smart. She got accepted um, into an FBI program and then didn't go because she wanted to get married, which, I mean, obviously I wouldn't be here, but come on, Grandma. Like, (laughs) you could have been Janet Reno. But so the guy she married was a big fucking dick and he was abusive and like he didn't work. So she worked her ass off and raised all five of her kids herself um, while he was beating the shit out of her. And he actually dropped dead while he was like hitting her. Are you kidding me? Mm -mm. Holy shit. Just desserts in like the most literal sense. Like he had a heart attack and just dropped dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, just desserts is a good. Yeah. You deserved it. Um, But then, you know, it was the 60s and 70s, so my aunts and uncles were just fucking terrible children, so she put up with all that shit. Um, Then she, I mean, she, like, was an accountant. She worked her way, like, all through her accounting stuff on her own. She was just really cool. She wrote 100 books a year. She was really mean to, like, everybody, and she had a great RBF. Um... And she, like, always had my fucking back. And I just, she was really great. Hmm. She, she sounds, sounds awesome. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely lovely. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. What does she look like? Um, She had short hair. Uh, She kept it real short. And it was, like, salt and pepper. I'm going to cry. Oh. Oh. Um, she, like, tie-dye. She so sounds, happy. Too. She, she sounds oh. awesome. I'm sorry. She was just so, she was just so sweet. Oh, look at her with Ellie. <laughs> And I actually don't think I've cried about her since she died. Oh, oh man. She's so sweet. What was her name? Her name is Phyllis. Oh, my God. Oh, Isn't that the cutest oh, picture, oh, her and Ellie? Oh, my God. She's so sweet. It was her granddog. Or her great-granddog, oh, I guess. Great-granddog. Great-granddog. Katie, she's lovely. Yeah. She was really great. And everything yeah. you described in there, a lot of it sounds like you yeah. not yeah. that a lot of it does sound like you yeah. like you're a strong ass bitch <laughs> yeah, sounds like she was too yeah she got suspended from elementary school from smacking a boy in the face with a geography book <laughs> yes she did that sounds yes. like that sounds like you Aww. that sounds like you <laughs> if that was anything that sounds like like you well phyllis sounds awesome she does and she obviously did a really good job with you mine has to be my mom uh she raised all four of us and dealt with many of our stupid antics she's She's always just been positive all the time and never once made 
me feel bad for anything, anything. Examples would be like weight gain, having acne. Um, when I like plucked my eyebrows till they were almost gone, <laughs> she just didn't say anything. And she was just, and that's, that's, I think the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because then that I just know that I've, I've seen a lot of friends whose moms were really judgmental about their looks mm-hmm. and their weight and what they were wearing and, you know, it got to them at some point. So I always appreciated her for never, ever once making me feel bad. Even when I got a bad grade, you know, she just said it happens. Shit happens. Just keep going kind of thing. She was always very supportive of any decision I made. So she would say what she had to say, but then she'd support me. Mm-hmm. So like with my exes, when they cheated on me and I decided to stay with them, she was like, I think that's a really bad idea, but I'm going to support you to go through that and to learn <laughs> what you're going to learn pretty much. Um, she always had my back and would do absolutely, she do, she would do absolutely anything for anybody in this, in this world because she cares more about others than anyone else I know. And she parties super hard. She does party. <laughs> party Laura. Yeah. Party Laura. She, she inspired a sticker. Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. And she's so easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just, yeah. Last night. <laughs> I love her Surprised so you much. didn't even hear. I heard some of it. You guys were laughing. It was so She cute. just... It made me happy. I, was like, oh. I tried to put on, because you know that, that book, The Glass Castle? Mm-hmm. It's an autobiography. There's a movie out now. Oh. So it's a really dramatic movie because the book's really dramatic. And she <laughs> just cracking up. Well, she smoked a little bit of something and then was like, <laughs> she kept asking questions like, is this, so are they going to be ice skating? <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, the glass ice skating? And I was like, the glass castle. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And like, and like sat back in the couch with her wine. And a little bit later, she would ask a question about the movie that literally it was just explained. And then Mike was like, yeah, but when are they going to be ice skating? <laughs> like, like, losing it because it was such a sad part in the movie and then that kept happening and my like, mom <laughs> shut up <laughs> oh, anyway. i love it the first time i ever met laura was here mm-hmm. and we were hanging out with you and mike and patrick was here mm-hmm. and it was your mom and dad and i had borrowed some of your sweatpants <laughs> as i do because made the terrible decision to wear jeans over here and so i remember i was upstairs and like in my underwear and your mom busts in to get something out of her bag and she goes Sandra says you're cool <laughs> oh my god and like grabs something out of her bag for smoking <laughs> I was like all right nice to meet you well if Sandra says I'm cool <laughs> I just love her so much she's so funny that just reminded me of one time my friend in high school was having really bad constipation. We're not friends anymore. Because of the constipation? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. It was so bad. <laughs> no, she was like really constipated. was like crying. Like it was so bad that she was like crying. And my mom went in the bathroom and I don't know what the fuck she did. I was like, mm. she was like, my mom was like, I'm coming in. <laughs> like went in the bathroom and like helped her. Well, what oh, she did dear. but maybe gave her some meds or something i don't know yeah or helped like showed her how to like do the squatty potty yeah or i don't <laughs> oh my god but she, she has no like because she's a mom but 
if you guys ever need anything like that, she would not hesitate to come and help I you. I believe it. I think next time she's here, I'm just going to go in the bathroom and be like, Laura. <laughs> Laura, I'm going to poop in a can. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Can you wipe me? She'd want to know all the symptoms. <laughs> like everything. She found out Mike was sick and she was just like, well, what are his symptoms? And I'm like, I'm not telling you all this. <laughs> I think you, you got a lot from Laura too. Oh, yeah. Like, in terms of just like your nurturing and caring side. Like, yep. That's definitely from, and your party side. Yep. <laughs> yep. Susie. <laughs> your turn. Um, I said my mom too. This one was kind of hard for me because we're not like the closest right now, but she still is an inspiration, I guess, despite us like having our differences. But she's, she's really sick. Like she's got lupus and I mean, it definitely puts into perspective when I complain about things because I'm like, she like a stuffy nose could kill her and she works her ass off like she she has to work anyway for a living like she you know her background she never finished school in Germany it's different like with college and stuff like that once you leave school in elementary school or high school in Germany it's very hard to go back it's not like here in the U.S. where you could pick up at any age and then I mean she put herself in a weird position she was a tough cookie I mean I guess I got that from her being younger and being like super thick skulled and just getting into trouble but She's just a hard worker, and she's very selfless, and I guess if I could be, I mean, if I ever wanted to have kids of my own, I would hope I'd be like her, because growing up, I mean, she made things so easy, and was, like, super supportive, and not that she's not necessarily right now, but, ooh, it's definitely a rough spot, but I think everyone goes through that with their parents, but she'll always be, for sure, like, my inspiration, and it was also hard for me to pick for our other topic like famous people because to be honest I really don't look up to a lot of other people that are not mm-hmm. in my life because I'm like eh, they're famous like eh. mm-hmm. you know so she's definitely like my number one so love you mama and what's Aww. her name oh Anya Anya that's mm-hmm. beautiful so along the lines of my relatives I my mom is amazing too and I'm always inspired by her but I <coughs> was really thinking about my great-grandmother um mama nan is what we called her because when her first grandchild was born she's like I'm too young to be a grandmother so he can call me mama nan (laughs) um but she is like was the ultimate matriarch of our family like everyone just had so much respect for her and just whatever she said went and it wasn't because she was like mean or heavy-handed she was just like so classy and so kind and loving but she was also really strong and like sassy when she needed to be so I guess in the 40s um my great-grandpa Papa Walt he was like Nan I'm not gonna drive you someplace blah, 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 blah. and she's like well fine and she just went and got her driver's license so she could drive herself <laughs> wherever she wanted she was like you're not gonna drive me I'll drive my damn self except she didn't say damn because she's way too classy for that <laughs> um and then um in her 80s so I guess I, when I was in middle school her house got struck by lightning burned down and then two weeks later, my great-grandfather, her husband of 60-plus years, died of leukemia, acute leukemia. So, like, was what? working out in the garden Monday, said he didn't feel good on Wednesday, and had passed away by Friday. Holy shit. So, like, it was just, like, one hit after the other. And she just boss-bitched her way to the ripe age of 99 and a half, and she always had, like, the sweetest attitude and was just so kind to everyone, no matter what. And, you know, being a a very, very old Southern lady, you know, I would have expected her to be a lot more judgmental than she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I can remember when, uh, after her house got struck by lightning, I was at my grandparents' house, not watching porn, 
but I was, <laughs> I was it was late at night though so I was um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode <laughs> it was about porn you should go listen to it um just saying but <laughs> no I was watching one of those Disney channel reality shows like the camp reality shows or something like that and there was this kid on there and he had like a nose ring and so my mom and Ann comes out and she's like oh is that is that an earring in his nose? And I was like, yes, ma'am. She goes, well, I just don't understand why anyone would do that. And I was like, all right, here it comes. Like, God made you perfect. Well, why would you do that to your body? And she goes, it must just hurt terribly when he has a cold. And I was like, that is so pure and sweet. I love you so much. Like, that was because she was only thinking about how it might hurt him, you know, and not like. It is a pain in the ass when you have a cold. It's like a little booger catcher. It's awful. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you got to go in there with a Q-tip and just, like... Do they hang there like they're doing pull-ups or Luckily, something? Luckily, I'm very <laughs> vigilant because that's, like, my worst nightmare. But, yeah, no. Like, if it, I don't get all of them, my nose gets swollen. It's a mess. So, she was right to worry. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was just the kindest, sweetest person. And everyone in our family just had so much respect for her and loved her. Um, and she really held it together until her late 90s. Like she was really independent, um, you know, still cooking and cleaning. And she always was like dressed up, looking so nice and put together. And my mom said when I was born, because I was the first great granddaughter um, and my parents didn't have anything like they had me when they were 21. They had no money. And so she said, mom and Ann used to give her money to take me to Belk and buy like little dresses and stuff for me. She's like, all of your dresses came from mom and Ann. Cause she just said you were so pretty, pretty. That's what she would say. <laughs> I know. And she's just the sweetest, classiest lady. I love her so much. She always had like the brooches on and like everything was so coordinated. And so I just want to be her when I get older. I just want to be strong and classy and put together. But I also want to eat bacon and say the F word. Cause yes. she didn't do either of those things. <laughs> so, she's seventh day Adventist. They don't eat pork. I think at the, by the end of her life, she went full vegetarian and I'm not about that life, but <laughs> she might've said the F word a few times. I don't think she did. I don't she was think alone she did. under her breath. Yeah. She's alone in the garden. Yes. Mate. Mm, I don't know. I don't even know if she knew that word. I'm going to be honest. Like, Sniggle Fritz. <laughs> <laughs> like she was just so pure and so Aww. sweet. And yeah, she was awesome. She volunteered at the hospital and like, um, she was the reason, one of the reasons that I was interested in gerontology when I went into social work was because I used to go with her to the old folks home down the road from their house and like help out there because she would go in and, mm -hmm. you know, make sure that they were comfortable and visit with them. Um, she, this is going to sound so bad, but it's just a part of my life. Like, I think she's the reason that I'm tolerant coming from such a small sheltered town. There was a, an older woman there named Miss Willie mm -hmm. who was the only black person in our town and our church. And it was easy for us as kids to be wary because someone's different, you know? Mm -hmm. And she just, she treated Miss Willie just like everybody else and expected us to as well. And so like, I think that's why it never even occurred to me to mm -hmm. treat people differently based mm -hmm. on their skin color because she never did. So she set such a strong example for treating everyone with love, even if they're different and even if other people around them don't treat them that way so I'm just good I have nothing but love and respect for her and I do miss her a lot <laughs> so we've clearly had the influence of some really strong amazing women in our lives but who are some women that we may not know personally but that we do find inspiring whether it's a celebrity or an author 
or in my case, it's a fictional character. So I had a couple of options before I settled on my final one. Uh, Elizabeth Cowell was the first female announcer, and she has that like iconic like British like BBC voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going with her. Also, thought Judy Bloom was cool, and then mm-hmm. nobody works harder than Kris Jenner. Like, come on. <laughs> and I don't even like the Kardashians. But I've settled on Lorena Bobbitt. Okay. Yeah. Throwback to the severed deck Throwback episode. Throwback to the severed deck. <laughs> um, and, you know, at first I thought it was funny. Like, you know, she cut her husband's dick off. Go you. But he beat and raped her and abused her. And yeah. she just said, absolutely, fuck you. And yep. cut his dick off in his sleep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um. So this is from Wikipedia, blah, 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 blah. When she was arrested the night of June 23rd, she told the police, he always has an orgasm and he doesn't ever wait for me to have an orgasm. He's selfish. <laughs> That's oh, right, Lorena. Yep. He stole her earrings and sold them. Like he sold all of her jewelry that like her family and stuff had given her. Um, I mean, he was just an abusive piece of shit. And she said, fuck you. Cut his dick off and threw it in a field. Yep. And was acquitted mm-hmm. he really was a piece of shit like I, I know it was in the news a lot mm-hmm. and people were laughing at the situation and like it was a lot of back and forth about who was to blame but he was a major piece of shit to her and i would have cut his dick off too yeah. or i would have wanted to i don't know if i would have but lorena did it she fucking took the bull by the horn <laughs> just the one cut it off <laughs> um but it's a pretty cool she went to go her she went to visit Ecuador, which I guess is where she was from, and got to have president with, or got to have president, got to have dinner with the president of Ecuador. Shit. Wow. He's like, just get him. Don't cut yeah. off my penis. He's like, keep her happy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the kind of power move I respect. Yeah. Hell yeah. She had a problem, and then she had a solution. Yeah. <laughs> she had the solution. Yep. Oh my God. That's awesome. Mm hmm. Good one. I highly doubt he ever fucked with anybody again after that. I would hope he'd he, learned No, lesson. he was an asshole. He, yeah. was, he was a piece of shit. Yeah. And after that, he just used probably the milked atten- it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. He used the attention to like try and get like a borderline celebrity status. and His penis probably didn't even work properly anymore yeah, you, anyway. You know, every time he tried to jack off, he'd cry. He made a couple <laughs> porn videos and yeah. it says his penis works normally. Are you serious? Wikipedia. He had a penis replacement surgery. Yeah, watch the documentary on Amazon. Like I've seen parts of it. I always fall asleep towards it. Not that I'm not interested. I just I watched it at the wrong time. Yeah, and so. it is slow. Like I feel like they drag it out longer than they need to. But yeah, I watched he's... it up until they showed the penis, and I was like, oh Jesus, all right. Yeah, no, he was a dick. Ugh, without a dick. I would hope and then he, he wasn't been. a dick anymore. Savad, but a shot. Sandra. Um, I had a couple. It's hard to pick, you know. There's so many great women out there, but Lady Gaga is very inspiring to me. Um, first, she has she's been a really big advocate on mental health mm-hmm. and telling everyone her problems with sexual assault and depression, and then her um, fibromyalgia that she has mm-hmm. and just the pain she's experienced from that, and yet still pushes through to go and put on like a performance of a lifetime regardless of all the shit she's going through which i think is freaking awesome like and she started off dressing the way she dressed for a purpose to prove a point to not dress sexy 
to dress in a way that like doesn't draw attention to her her body but it, she's trying to get make people focus on her as an artist Talent. and not just as her at her as her looks which i found to also be very inspirational um and then emma watson <laughs> just because i mean she pretty cool <laughs> she all i mean she played hermione which was a badass feminist in all the harry potter books and movies but um even not even acting she she went on to graduate from brown university she's an ambassador for the un women's goodwill um and i had a quote that i took a screenshot of that she said just give me a second Feminism is not here to dictate to you. It's not prescriptive. It's not dogmatic. All we are here to do is give you a choice. If you want to run for prime minister, you can. If you don't, that's wonderful too. Shave your armpits. Don't shave them. Wear flats one day. Heels the next. And that was it. But just her definition of feminism... I don't know. I I like her definition of of feminism. Some people take it too far and she doesn't um take feminism too far to be like a man hater like i feel like a lot of feminists just hate men and i mean that that's not all part of it because men can be feminists as well and i think that's a lot of what how emma watson views it as well so i find her really inspirational in lady gaga 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 <laughs> well, and Emma Watson's our age. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think she's she might be younger than us, like, like a year younger, younger than us. Yeah. She's smart. Yeah, she she's is. just crazy smart, and she's using her power for good. And I respect that mm-hmm. a lot. Definitely. Susie, Thuthy, Thuthy, me. Um, I don't really have one. I mean, yes, like I agree with the ladies you guys have picked so far. I mean, they all have things that I agree with, but I it's hard for me to like really. I guess connect with and I don't know compare and and follow more famous people I mean I like people like Ellen and Pink just more badass women um not your typical like in the limelight just doing it for you know obvious reasons just for followers or just for the like the notice like you should do things and not necessarily feel like you should have to oh I'm doing this or whatever like just do it because you want to um I guess people who are feisty women who don't live by the norm um I always appreciate someone that's different and who challenges views and opinions of others. And and that just goes back to like, I mean, the history of all of it, like the women who started the suffragette stuff and all, you know, the badass women standing up for it. And it's not just women's rights. I think they're just like basic humans rights that we should just have in general. Like we shouldn't even be fighting for some of the things we are. It's ridiculous. So any woman that just stands up for all of that, I'm all for. So I don't know. I don't really have any particular famous person i have a hard time connecting with a lot of women like that i just think some of them are obnoxious too so yeah. <laughs> that's just me but i agree with all like from what you guys have all mentioned so far like and i had never really thought of like learning a bobbit but it totally makes sense like holy shit that's standing up for yourself right mm-hmm. there that's self-defense Fuck. Yeah. So. knowing your worth girl nope. Sandra right. with her cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hungry I couldn't. I heard everything you said. No, you're good. I agree, Susie. It's charcuterie. I'm yes. just fucking <laughs> hungry right now. <laughs> okay. Well, mine is a fictional character, and then by association, the author who created her. But Molly fucking Weasley. Yes. I 
am so inspired by her. I love her. I wish I was her. She's just, she's a super nurturing mama bear, but then she also just runs shit and everyone's a little bit afraid of her and she fucks. She has seven kids. <laughs> get it, Molly. I read that and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like Molly can get it and her and Arthur had this thing where I'm like, that's the kind of relationship I want right there. Um, but really, she's just she was capable of giving so much love to people. So even though she had seven kids, she like embraced one more, or two more, really, like Harry and Hermione. I feel so stupid nerding out about this Harry Potter I character, but it. I just I just love her so much. But yeah, like these two kids who could have been misfits in a completely different world or culture, and she just was like, "I've got enough room for you. Like, I love you guys." Um, and she did think of them as her children, and I just thought that was always really admirable. But then she was also total badass and she fought for what she believed in and what was right even though it put her kids in danger and you know even it estranged her from some kids from some of her children and like she knew the risks and was willing to risk everything she loved for the greater good of humanity and society which I think is really really brave and something that would be hard for a lot of people to do so Molly Weasley is my hero I love her so much she might be my Patronus um but then by association (laughs) I really admire JK Rowling for creating her and really just her in general JK Rowling in general for the world that she's created she's brought reading to so many kids like so many kids fell in love with reading because of the Harry Potter series Mm -hmm. and she's just really progressive and really she's really non-judgmental um I mean she gets shit sometimes because of that because she's she's very fair I think um and so the fact that she's not like extreme on one side or the other, she gets some haters because of that, but she's just crazy smart and a really genuinely good human. You know, she was the first female author to ever become a billionaire. And then also the first author ever to become a millionaire after being a billionaire because she donated so much to charity. So the fact that she's just giving back so much and then using her talent to make things better in the world and to introduce characters like Molly as strong and Hermione, you know, as these strong female characters that other girls can relate to. I really admire that. So Molly Weasley, IE JK Rowling. (laughs) So there's a quote that always reminded me of Molly Weasley. And it was that love is a rubber band. It expands. And then once it's expanded, it keeps everything together. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I I love her. Like, I really think I want a Molly Weasley tattoo. She Um, has a badass crochet duster, girl. mm -hmm. Yeah, she can crochet. (laughs) She can knit. She can cook. She She puts Arthur in his place. Absolutely. You can't tell me that's not fear in his eyes. Oh, no. And she controls those twins. No one can control the twins except Mm -hmm. for her. And she kills Bellatrix. If you haven't read the books by now, you should have. So I'm sorry. Not my daughter, you You bitch. bitch. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, she was just like crazy powerful. Um, And she was a sleeper. People. Yeah, they slept on Molly. They they really took her for granted, like how powerful she could be. And then it goes all back to like the power of love and like her ability to love so much is what made her so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's just nerd out about Harry Potter for the next hour and a half. How's that sound? I wish I would have thought of that, like women in books, because yeah, damn. Yeah. I just I, I would have picked like girl from the dragon tattoo. She gets like butt raped and then basically like does the mm-hmm. same thing to him. Like mm-hmm. fuck yeah, man. I don't know. I just thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like, that book is one of my favorite that, books. Oh god, I wish they would have made the rest of those movies because I like 
uh, the guy that played, he plays in the 007 movies. What's Daniel his name? Craig. Love him. The, that movie with those two together was great. But yeah, so she's a badass. But yeah. Yeah. I agree. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so she's shout out to all the female authors and directors mm-hmm. out there who are creating strong women, strong female characters that we can look up to, even oh, if they're yeah. fake. The Chris or- Jenners out there sure. just sure working harder than the devil entrepreneurs mm-hmm. <laughs> stassi banner pump lisa labor the fucking party <laughs> yes sure. i feel like we're going down a road that i wasn't starting off <laughs> no. on but no. <laughs> it took a turn but that's okay whoever inspires you lisa Vanderpump. i now i'm gonna say it lisa okay. fucking banner pump okay. she's protecting all the dogs in china that are oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah fuck yeah yeah, LVP. So if, if I were to say something to my younger self about just inspiring women, it would be that if they can do it, you can do it. You hear that, Ryan? Mm. Watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will cut your dick off. <laughs> Look at me the wrong way. You might have a heart attack. It's <laughs> <laughs> two throwbacks to me <laughs> just a few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so, I mean, there's been a bunch of women that have done some really great stuff, and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they didn't have it nearly as easy as I do. Right. I'm living the life of luxury over here. Mine's kind of, in a way, similar, but yeah, women have worked so hard for us to be where we are today, Um, and I know I'm so grateful for those ladies who risked so much of their life just so I could vote, like, wear a pair of jeans, (laughs) have a voice, you know? So lesson to younger self is to be grateful <clears throat> but also don't for one minute think you're done because there's so much more work to do and speak up if you ever feel misrepresented don't ever hold back mine's the same and like <clears throat> holy shit sorry um i just shouldn't take things for granted like there's a lot of stuff like you said we didn't have it as easy as they did back then and i don't really think about it and be mindful about like who i'm admiring and and I guess what they really stand for and making sure I do the right research about people because it's easy for some of them to seem really great on the surface. But, I mean, you don't really know unless you really do your research, I guess. Um, just don't admire shitty people and um, or, or men, <laughs> really, anyone. But, yeah, no, I basically the same as what you guys have said so far. Mm-hmm. And I would tell my younger self that the women I – admire the women you admire and look up to say a lot about you as a person so pay attention to the qualities that you admire in them and then try to bring them into your own life um you know I promise you'll never regret being kind or respectful like your mom and Ann. um you'll never regret caring about others or standing up for what's right like at no point can I think back on a time when I was kind or caring even too kind or too caring and regretted it but I can think back on times when I was mean or rude and i regret that live those values that you admire in other women maybe you'll admire yourself and then be the woman to younger women Mm -hmm. that they admire and look up to and be strong yes yes for the women who are younger than us yes any of y'all listening we want to be inspirational to you Mm -hmm. don't do the things we do all the time but even just like little things like i mean i'm surrounded by little kids all day and like I feel it more when I'm in the older classrooms helping out and it's just like you they pay attention they see everything and they Mm -hmm. will do their monkey see monkey do like right Mm -hmm. I mean even just me in there and like they don't see me a lot but like you know they 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 know me now and it's just like you just think about things you say and 
don't know. It's crazy. We've got a lot more impact than we think. Yeah. And really not just on kids are more <clears throat> obvious yeah. that they're paying attention, but really everybody's paying attention to what you do, yep. mm-hmm. what you say, you know, anyone you interact with, you're making an impression on them. So be the kind of person you want them to think you are. I know every time I every time I say <laughs> goodbye to my nieces, I'm like, don't do what I would do. <laughs> They're like, it's Sandra. <laughs> I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not don't do it. Because <laughs> I just feel like they know. They gotta know. <laughs> All right. Well, in this section, we're talking about what we're loving. I mean, little things. Hopefully, there's some things to overpower the things we were crying about this week. I mean, feel like some of us, mm-hmm. Katie. Um. So I'm loving my skin uh again i'm gonna talk about it again this time um i you know i just i looked at myself today and i was like i don't look like a troll like you never look like a troll but i can tell that like it's my skin tone is more even like i just my skin's like brighter i guess i don't know uh, but I'm also loving that my student loans are now in the nines. Yes. Uh, they were like right at 14 in October. So I've paid a lot of money toward them. And then I was like scrolling back through all my payments and I was like, you know, just paying the minimum for so long. Like, what was I doing? What was I doing? <laughs> I could have just put 10 extra dollars, you yeah. know, like if I had to put 10 extra dollars, I'd probably be in the eights right now. Mm-hmm. I think about that now, too. Like, when I try and pay off stuff, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to go buy this. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I'm going to save that $10 I would spend on coffee and fucking just pay it. Like, mm-hmm. if I am if I could spend $20 on shoes or something stupid, then I can save that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I got over my bad mood, too. And I was like, you know what? I'm going into 2020. My skin looks good. It does. <laughs> yeah. You're glowing. Uh <laughs> I got my money right. No credit card debt. You know, I can do a headstand. Yeah. Things nice. aren't so terrible. You can crochet still. That's still the things <laughs> people can't do. I can crochet. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it recently, but I can still do it. You I can think. do it. You have two podcasts. I have two podcasts. Mm-hmm. One of them. You have a full-time job. Has ads and yeah. sponsors. Mm-hmm. Which ads. is awesome. Insane. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Nice. It's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're I got in real friends. estate tests, classes, Jesus, tests. Oh, yeah, you're gonna take tests. You'll be fine. You'll <laughs> I'm just saying you're doing all these things, and it's you're an inspirational woman. Yes. Yes. Aww, thanks, y'all. Yep. I love you. You really are. I don't we know if you listened to the the mini sode, but Sandra and I did talk about your determination and like your self discipline, and we're like, why can't we be like that? Oh, yes. really? Yeah, I haven't listened to all that. Yeah, we were talking about. But it makes sense. We probably were talking. Rachel oh, Hollis about how you and I are not ones to pass up experiences even if mm-hmm. like the hot chicken in Nashville or mm-hmm. like go into a craft brewery where it's like Katie's so disciplined she's like no it's not fitting into my plan I'm not doing it and I'm like, oh, no, I god damn it why I can't I that. do that yeah. Rachel Hollis is very disciplined she's very disciplined with, yeah. with everything really everything it's crazy my goal is to be like Katie well I am changing what I'm loving because I know I typed something out but I'm gonna change it because this week is Mike and I's one year anniversary Aww. and I love that. And we have our cake thawing on the counter right now to have some tonight because I'm going to be gone this weekend for the bachelorette party. Obviously, we recorded this episode (laughs) a little early. But yeah, no, I'm really happy for us that we made it a year. And 
what the hell like you wouldn't you guys are like perfect i know i'm just saying but I it's love just you both. nice like, yeah the one year no, mark I know. is nice yeah. <laughs> i don't think any of us were worried about you guys no. No, but, <laughs> i don't know but then the picture started popping up and everything and i'm like oh that was one of the happiest times of my life that day. was the happiest time of my life Susie, what are you loving this week mine's really cheesy i really love my job i'm just really happy my kids make me happy it's like a good way to escape because i mean they listen i had a little girl today crying because somebody flushed the toilet before she got to and she was <laughs> fucking devastated and i'm like i wish those were things i cried about the other girl cried because i put the wrong lunchbox in the wrong cubby flipped out like completely a wreck and it was the cutest thing and i'm like i'm so sorry (laughs) so that was cute and it just made me like you know what my life's not so bad like they're crying about stuff like that you know whatever and then my boyfriend he doesn't listen to this probably for good you know yeah Yeah. you don't need to he's tried he's like "Uh -uh." yeah but uh (laughs) um it goes back to life being overwhelming. Like I'm at the point we haven't been together that long, but I'm like, I don't really deserve him. Like, I think y'all have been let's really good not for fuck each other. this up. <laughs> but no, I'm really happy. I know I can tell a difference since y'all started dating. Yeah. You just seem happier and more at peace with yourself. I just feel like I'm more motivated, which I don't necessarily need someone else to motivate me, but I do. I am more, I try to be a better me. It just sounds really cheesy. Jesus Christ, who the fuck am I? (laughs) But no. There's nothing cheesy about bettering yourself, honey. Oh, I know. (laughs) Let me smoke my Marlboro Miles. Yes. (laughs) Virginia Slims. No, I just feel, yeah, I'm getting my shit together. It's good. All right, well, I had a fourth quarter change on what I'm loving, too. So I was also loving my job because I just had my one-year work anniversary yesterday. Um, But today, based on the suggestion from a coworker. Uh, I started watching Messiah on Netflix, and I am addicted. Like, I'm really ready to leave so I can go home and watch it. <laughs> What's it about? Um, I thought it was going to be about a cult, um, but really it's it's more political than that, which normally I don't like because I'm, I'm very much like mm. – I'll just, like, bring down a wall. If things get too too hectic and crazy out in the world, I get overwhelmed, and I'm just like, shut it down. You'll notice I never respond to your news text yeah, I don't, messages. I don't. <laughs> So I'm just like, nope. can't think about it. <laughs> Cannot. You're like, I have to leave the group chat. You're talking about the end of the world. I can't handle it. And I was like, noted. I'll never speak of it again. <laughs> I was like, just for my own mental health, I'm not going to talk about the world ending. No. Just That's just me. Yep. But you guys have fun. I don't care. Like, I'll just scroll through those. Um, but yeah, this Messiah is about a spiritual leader who gains this following. And it starts in the Middle East, like in Syria and Iran, and then he ends up in the United States. Um, but it's just really, really good. Like it is a, I guess a little bit cultish, but at the same time, is he like an extremist? No. no, like he, he really is almost like a a Christ figure. Like he's mm-hmm. he's nonviolent. Um, That's what I was going to ask. As Messiah, is he yeah. supposed to be like God, like Jesus? Yeah. So he's like a Christ figure. He's nonviolent. He's performing miracles, quoting miracles. He's he won't associate with any particular religion. I like that. Um, so like one of the quotes is like, I stand with all men um, or I walk with all men. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can quote scripture and things like that. And so he's got people from all faiths who are drawn to him. Um, and it's just really, really good. But he is a Middle man. Eastern man. Like he's that. extremely handsome. Whoever the actor is. <laughs> oh yeah, um, man. Okay. I'm like, I hope you're not Jesus. Cause you was hot. <laughs> 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 his cheekbones could carve glass is all i'm oh, saying Jesus. um 
But yeah, it's really good. And it's got the actress. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in Maid of Honor with Patrick Dempsey. She was on The Path. I like her. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she's in it and she's fantastic as a CIA agent. So I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm four or five episodes in and I might finish it tonight. We'll see. I'm going to watch it because I'm looking for something new. Before we get to the housekeeping, how did we forget fucking Lizzo? Oh my God. Lizzo, forgive us. Holy shit. I am so disappointed in all of this. Oh, oh my no. god how what the fuck yeah y'all what the... wow take a moment of silence yeah. about what we've done. <laughs> For, yeah. we all we all deserve to go sit in the corner and just think about our fucking <laughs> poor decisions Damn. Lizzo is what we should all aspire to be. Those levels of confidence and self-love. Her level of fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched her tiny desk performance on NPR, it turns my mood around every single time i've watched it probably 10 times and just the way she talks to the audience and there's one point where she's like if you can love my black ass you can love yourself yes lizzo i love you so much and yeah i just i love everything about her watch that and then watch harry styles cover of her song oh Mm -hmm. yeah yep jesus sorry (laughs) anyways yes what the fuck yeah why i'm sorry lizzo every single one of us and i was struggling to think of a celebrity she was right in front of me i know what the hell sometimes the obvious ones (sighs) that is one i can get with too like people who are just like basically fuck you Mm -hmm. yeah yep she knows her worth jesus all right right, well next time we are talking about self-care so what are the things that we do to make ourselves feel better so i know we've talked about like a hygiene that type of thing but what are the other things the things we do to relax to make sure that we're getting what we need out of life for mental health physical health just general peacefulness um so it could be anything from exercise or yoga to taking a bath or journaling or meditating or whatever we do um we're going to talk about it and we're going to treat ourselves as well as Lizzo knows we deserve to be treated. Listen, I've taken a um, personal day this Friday to treat myself. Good for you. Mental health day. Get shit done. Good mm-hmm. for you. I think that's really important. Mental health days. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. talk about it next time. Oh, yeah. um, until then, please follow us on social media, Instagram specifically, at Listen You Beautiful Bitch. And then subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, so you don't miss any of our episodes and we know if you're enjoying what we're doing we love reviews and especially the nice ones those are our favorite kind Um, and then yeah if you can recommend this to your friends if you're listening for the first time or if you've been listening and you think that someone you know would enjoy our ramblings then we would love to have them here welcome to our home yeah but until then we'll talk to you later love y'all Hasta la vista. Bye. Next time.